0: Jerry Curl back to another episode of the Kinky Care Culture and Everything Else in Between. Yes, I said it, the Kinky Care Culture and Everything Else in Between. I'm your host, Candy, but before I get started, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you who takes the time out to listen to our podcast. We are truly, truly grateful. Also, I hope everyone had a wonderful week. I know my week was wonderful because every day God allows me to wake up and continue my purpose. I am truly blessed. I want to go ahead and get into today's topic, and today's topic is wear your crowned. And I know you're probably wondering, where did she get that topic from? I got it from this amazing woman named Miss Adisha. And Miss Adisha, she's a phenomenal woman. She sings, she writes, she's a comedian, she has her own clothing line. The list goes on. The list goes on. And in this episode, we're going to break it down to you from her relaxed days to the big chops to her parents being musicians to her closing line you have to listen listen in hon I can't tell you everything because if I take everything you won't be able to listen so sit back relax listen to this podcast I hope you enjoy God bless and enjoy hey, Adisha.
1: I was born in San Fran raised in Oakland My folks are from the South, my mom is from New Orleans, my dad is from Chicago by way of Mississippi, Um, I grew up in the Dominican area, and at the time I grew up, we um, weren't encouraged to wear our natural hair, and so, you know, part of my branding as an artist these days is all about... Wearing your natural hair, being you, embracing yourself. And uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't say that part. I'm also a singer. That's actually the main thing that I am. Okay. But um, I wanted to talk about that brand because I feel like that informs my singing, why I sing, what I sing, and basically the essence of who I am as an artist. Okay.
0: So, you, I'm glad you started with your singing, okay? Can mm-hmm. you tell us uh-huh. what inspired you to sing? Like, who was some of your people that influenced you to sing? Was it family members? or famous
1: people? yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom is actually a vocalist. My dad is a vocalist and a guitarist. Um, okay. My mom's playing background for Tom, uh, Tom Jones. Do you know Tom Jones? Oh, no, no. <laughs> So kind of uh-huh. <laughs> you see that song. It's not unusual to the Oh, yeah, that's my song.
0: I love that song. Wow.
1: Yep, yep. So she sang background for him, uh-huh. and then my dad played guitar for the Neville Brothers for a little bit. Okay. You know the Neville Brothers, right? Yes, yes. Look, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know
0: who they are Please tell them who they are uh,
1: Aaron Neville um, Everybody plays Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, That song So yeah my dad did that for a little bit I mean, there's Music in my family My mm-hmm. parents uh, Always had music going on in the background If you wonder who my love Donnie, Hossel, Donnie Hathaway um, Layla Hathaway Whitney Houston and Barbara Streisand you know, um, you <laughs> the girl I know about Barbara. okay <laughs> yes my mom and, and Yentl and uh, you know Barbara Streisand basically sing on that mm-hmm. and also gosh it's you get know, on the edge of my tongue I can't think of his name right now uh, Barry Manilow yes we love Barry Manilow so, you know, music was my upbringing. And uh, I have to say, my parents are my inspiration now. It's Erica Badu, Joe Scott, um, and Music Soul Child, the whole Neo Soul movement. Okay,
0: okay. Have you ever thought about singing other than um, Neo Soul, like, you know, gospel or anything else? Or that was just your it's growing up? Like, this is what mm-hmm. I want to sing.
1: Were. so my start was actually in church um you know we grew up in church Baptist church and so inspirational music is the base of what I sing and I consider myself um, a Christian who is very involved in church and so I make music that's inspirational and the choice to not have press words or special innuendos is because of that, because I'm inspired by my Christian walk to make sure that I have music that kids can listen to, that, you know, um, anyone who's looking for inspiration can listen to, basically. And uh, so, it's kind of like my own form of gospel. Not everybody is ready to hear about God, but my hope is that in seeing um about my life, maybe it'll inspire them to want to know more about God, you know. Um, and in addition to that, I've dabbled in rock music, okay. um, and yeah, and then did some jazz. Like my my roots are jazz, basically. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Give us a little bit about your brand. Tell us about your brand. <laughs> Okay, this is exciting. Hello, yes. hello, <laughs> guys. This is really exciting. What she's about to tell y'all, please listen in. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you she's dope. Don't sleep on her.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Candy. I appreciate that. I'll have to give you a little backstory. Um, as I said earlier, I grew up in the Bay Area, but I grew up in like 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, at the time, there was still a lot of this discrimination against women who wear their natural hair, Yeah. Um, and what, yeah, we grew up like building pension this to make them look more European, and uh, we were totally ignorant to what we were doing, but my mom had done it to us, and then, you know, she was teaching me how to do it, and I didn't realize it was happening until I got older. And, uh, when I realized that basically we were pinching our mother because so we were ashamed of our own nose and we were straightening our hair because we were ashamed of our own hair, I got fed up and then didn't want to do that anymore. And again, I had always been um, in church, um, different venues. But when I was awakened to that in myself, I, felt like I needed to change my image so I I literally I did my big chop in
0: 2002
1: okay and I cut all my hair off
0: let me ask you this question okay when you did the big chop did you feel less than did you was you freaking out how did it make you feel when you did it because most people when they do the big chop they would be like I'm ugly this is not me I need to put a wig on I need to hide how did it make you feel
1: Free. Because I felt like the poem was attached to what people wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't who I wanted to be. And so and I didn't even know what my natural hair looked like because I had been permanent since I was seven. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, I'm tired of this and so I literally got the scissors and cut my hair almost close to my scalp. My mama panicked, everybody panicked. But I felt free, and my music changed, and I started singing about who I was and my past. And it's so funny, too, because so much of the strands were attached to past stories that I hadn't even talked about, that I wasn't aware of. I don't mean to get all personal on TMI, but sexual abuse past, Um, neglect cast of you know experiences in um, racism and and stuff that I basically stuffed I felt like the straight ends were the lies I know it sounds poetic but truly it felt like that was the lies and once I cut my hair off I was going to expose the truth and the truth was in the roots and so you know the curls that came out Uh the truth was coming out and so I think about it In my songs, and uh, I decided, you know, in 2002, when I uh, cut my hair off, that I was going to create original music, or really got into writing my own lyrics, that I was going to share my truth, and it was a platform for me to share my truth, and to heal, Mm -hmm. so um, to answer the question, it was freeing for me, I know not everybody feels that way, Um, but yeah, that's how it felt for me. So I, and going with the brand, my thought process was, you know what, I want to be a walking story. Uh, I want to be a walking image of the journey, and I want women that feel they have to wear their hair straight or feel they have to wear a wig because they're hiding the truth of who they are. I want to inspire them to be able to expose and to share the truth and to be proud of it. Um, so, yeah, so that's my brand. That's what you're going to see in my pictures. I am wearing my afro, you know, and you, I'm, and I'm you just not. Just sure. about to talk
0: about the afro too. Soon as you finish, I was about to keep going the afro. But go ahead, tell them about the afro. Mm-hmm. By the way, guys, her afro is so stunning. Oh, it Thank is so you. beautiful. But she's gonna tell you about you. it. I'm not. She is. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: okay, no, no worries. And if I if I'm going too long, just cut me oh, off. I don't mind fine. it. You're so. fine. You're fine. This is <laughs> you. Yeah. So I mean, when I first started the big chop. One of the things I was obsessed with was curl patterns. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I found, I was looking for hair gels to basically define my hair. That's and um, curl
0: um, patterns, right? Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm.
0: When you first did um, the big chop and the curl pattern and stuff, did you freak out all the time about it? Or you were just like, uh, I'm just going to, you know, why is my hair not curling? Why is my not hair not curling? Or do you was like, I'm just going to leave it alone? I'm just going to let it be free. <laughs>
1: I prayed on it before I cut it honestly I said God I don't know what I'm about to see but I I prayed something I can deal with at least like if it's something that's going to be hard for me to deal with please uh, just spare me but I I hope it's something I can deal with and I think even praying that prayer was because of a lack of education so what I grew up learning was you know there's a good hair and there's bad hair so, essentially what I was asking for was, God, can you give me good hair? You know, mm-hmm. more or less. This time I wasn't educated. Just asking, or just asking mm-hmm. God, let me be able to handle what I have and work with mm-hmm. be Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, if, if initially what I was doing was looking for, I mean, it came out curly. So, I was like, okay. This is <laughs> this cool. I think this, yeah. So, I started using um, different gels and mm-hmm. I found my hair practice we call it like yeah. within a few months which is eco-style so i started using eco so i would do tanteen and we didn't have like no we had no products for natural black hair uh in uh 2002 and so okay, i was, was trying to figure
0: relaxers
1: that's all basically all Totally. So I was using all these white gels to try to manipulate my curl, and it wasn't working so. But EcoStyle was out at the time. Mm -hmm. So I found EcoStyle, so I would use Pantene conditioner, leave that conditioner in my hair, and put the EcoStyle gel in. So I was doing that for years, and um, felt I had to basically define my curls, like have a curl pattern in order for it to be accepted. Now, of course, that was, again... Influenced by people around me and feeling like you shouldn't have your hair be kinky. Oh, totally, it's acceptable. It's good hair, you know. Mm-hmm. So eventually, what wound up happening was, you know, I, I had my, my first and only child in 2014, and I was too tired to always put equal style <laughs> in my hair. So I started seeing it, you know, with the mm-hmm. phone. And I was like, what well, is this? This is cool, you know, and I can rock like this. And uh, I had been working for an after-school program as well, and there were a lot of young girls there who were talking about, should I straighten my hair, or should I wear it natural, because of what people around them were saying. So um, I didn't really, we didn't come to some conclusions then, because I had stopped working because I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And after I had my baby, my thought process was, what do I want her to see? Who do I want her to see? I want her to grow up thinking that her hair needs to be straight in order for her to feel like she's beautiful. And, uh, you know, my, my child is beautiful and and her hair is beautiful just the way it is. And so I was like, you know, I'm not going to feel like I need to manipulate it. If I quit jailing it, okay, cool. But I'm not going to feel dependent on it and I'm just going to let it be what it is. And so I started splitting the phone and since. The day that uh, she was born until now, I have let my hair grow and I've let it be a fro. And so she can have a point of reference, you know, and, and be inspired to wear her natural hair, you know. And, and not long after I got back into after school and I was wearing my fro, and I started seeing the little girls in the after school program come to school with an afro, like me. And I was like, hey, oh, it's getting like, The wow. job is getting <laughs> done. Yep, definitely. Definitely.
0: Wow. I'm glad you spoke on that because most kids, they watch videos, they go on places like YouTube and all these other places and they get frustrated themselves when they can't accomplish the styles that they see or
1: mm-hmm. they see,
0: they hear people, but they hear straight and be like, I want my hair straight like that. I want my hair like this. They mm-hmm. don't realize what comes out of their hair is beautiful enough. So I'm glad that you mm-hmm. sit there and talk to the youth and let them know your hair is just fine the way it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we're used to learning about the stuff that we've been putting in on here for years. Like, I remember seeing that uh, documentary that Chris, uh, oh gosh, his name is blanket for me. Um, oh, I'm not even, it's not Chris Tucker. Oh, uh, okay, anyway, it's called Good, good Hair. Good Hair,
0: good
1: hair yes. I didn't tell about yes. Yes. And um, so Robert I saw that. Here. Chris Rock, yep, yeah. So that's loving it, And saw that the point of soda can in the um, chemicals we used to, to do a perm, and it melted the soda can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my, we're putting that on our hair? And, uh, and then after that, they were talking about how, like, a lot of black women have fibroid tumors and attributing the fact that we have fibroid tumors to the parts that we were putting in our hair. You know, and so, I was like, man, we've been doing this since we were kids, and did we didn't know. Exactly. We didn't have the the knowledge, our, our parents don't realize, and it kind of makes you wonder if it's strategic. Says, if somebody's trying to, you know, do something harmful to us, and, you know, all that aside, I just want my girls to know, you know, in the after-school program, what they're doing. If they choose to do a perm, okay, fine, but at least know what it is. At least be educated so that you can make an informed decision, you know. So, yeah.
0: Okay, and you speak about the after school program. What else do you do for the kids at the after school program? What else do you teach
1: them? Yeah, so you know, I. Thing. You know, actually, so I had been doing after school. I stopped doing that last year and went into consulting. And so now I teach the teachers how to engage, how to inspire the uh, kids. But I stay involved with kids through uh, different programs that I develop. Um, I I think we're going to talk about it later on, but I I created a T-shirt called Wear Your Crown, and part of the mission in that, uh, 20% of the proceeds go towards educating young black women about the beauty of wearing their natural hair. So, you know, I go in and I... My most important thing is to teach them life skills, to teach them responsible decision-making, and um, also, you know, help them to... Dream for the future and and have a, a roadmap and how to achieve their dreams. So uh, you know, when I was there at first, the kids kept hearing me sing and they were like, "Why are you here? Like, why don't you go and like you should be in L.A. You should be singing at Carnegie Hall." And and I was like, "Man, I think what they're asking me to do is instead of just teaching them and showing them what to do, to actually go do it to have a point of reference." And I had this one moment where. I was feeling discouraged because I didn't see my career taken off the way I had imagined. And I got a call from one of the girls who uh, I had turned the program over to. And she said, hey, you know what, Adisha, I just want to tell you something that happened today. She said, I put on Spotify and your song came on. She said, one of the kids started staring at the TV. And he looked at me and he goes, Miss Adisha did what she said she was going to do. Oh. And she said, I was so proud of you. And I started crying my eyeballs out. I'm like, you know what? That's what it's all about. Inspiring our kids and giving them hope for the future. And that's all I wanted to see That's why kept telling me, go to LA. Go, go live the dream. Stop telling us what to do. We'll watch you. Just go do it, you know? Yeah,
0: kids kids watch us in everything we do. <laughs> and it's important yep. that, you know, even though we tell them, we got to practice what we preach. Exactly. You know, sit there and just feel like, go do this, go do this, go do this, and don't do it ourselves, because then they're going to be like, well, you told me do this, and I don't see you doing nothing.
1: Exactly, exactly, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's important enough, even how I try to parent, um, I was going to say educate, but parent my, my daughter is to be an example. And she actually, I'm very involved in singing now. Um, I perform with my brother okay. um, and also solo. And uh, so she's there at a lot of the shows on the side, and um, so she starts doing her own little thing inside the house, and she, um, she, she can harmonize, you know, so, and she's five, and she, she's already known how to do this at five, so, you know, I think she's learning from what I'm doing, as opposed to just me sitting there trying to teach her what to do.
0: You say that you sing with your brother. How many siblings do you have? And then you sing with all of them, or just y'all two that y'all sing together? It's like a group.
1: So I have uh, four other siblings. There's five of us total. Um, Two older and two younger. The two younger siblings are both musicians. So my sister sings, my brother sings, and I sing. There are times when all three of us will sing together. And there are times when it's just me and my brother or there are times when it's my brother and my sister. We kinda rotate in and out. So but for the last year and a half I'd say my brother and I have been a duo um, performing at various venues. Um, pretty big venues out here, um, festivals out here, um and uh, it's been awesome. I mean, he MCs, so he you know he's a dope rhymer. So he'll get on the mic and rhyme, and then I'll sing the chords or the hooks, and it's a perfect balance. So it's not too much singing, not too much rhyming. You get The best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
0: mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Besides L. A. Yeah. Is there any mm-hmm. other place have you that you actually went out and sung besides L. A. Is it anywhere else around the world?
1: You know, no. <laughs> I wish. Um, I have goals to do that this year. We actually have some relationships that we've built um, in Poland. That um, So I'm hoping to get out there. We have relationships in the U.K. that are eager to see us come out that way and sing. Um, and then relationships in New York. Uh, so... No, I haven't traveled outside of California and, and saying yet, but I'm very hopeful that that's going to be happening before the year ends. And even uh, we're looking at possibly in the next couple of weeks performing in Texas as well.
0: Oh, okay. So you got like a whole list mm-hmm. ready to perform everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yep, I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking about your t-shirts, can you give yeah. us more in depth about the t-shirts, please?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, as an artist, and this is for anyone that's listening that's an aspiring singer, or songwriter, you are not going to make your money on streaming unless you are all that, meaning, like, you are out there. It's the big-name artists that are making money on Spotify, uh, on I'm YouTube. I'm going to stop you on that
0: one. Say it one more time yep. so they can Where? understand this, please. One more
1: time yep. for them, okay? yep, yep. <laughs> 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 you got it. So, a lot of... Singers and songwriters are looking to make their money off of Spotify, off of uh, YouTube, off of uh, basically streaming. Streaming is not going to get you the dollars that you need. So you have to be savvy. You have to be a business person. And the top ways of basically making a living as an entertainer is to do shows, um, so tour. So you're going to make money off of long shows. You're going to make money off of merchandise, and you're going to make money off of um, sync licensing. So if your music gets on a television show, um, that's like the best way that you can make money. So if you want to pursue a professional career, you need to chase those things. So I had that in my mind because I wanted to make my career full-time. Because it's hard to work a day job, it's hard to be a wife, it's hard to be a mom, and and hard to uh, try to produce a career all at the same time. So basically, so you, a, you have uh, to be
0: basically you got a, a vision board.
1: Yes, basically yes. So you have to be you have to be savvy. So my vision for this year, um, actually it was twenty nineteen, was to perform, to have merchandise, and to get on. Uh, sync licensing to so basically get my music in the television. So I got a merchandising deal with a local t-shirt company called 510 Brand and uh, we started coming up with ideas for the t-shirts to open to sell. So one of the t-shirts is a better way and the next one I had to put some thought into I didn't want to just sell t-shirts with my name on it. I wanted it to have a purpose and so I was thinking what is one of my Big things, you know. What is what? Something like a cause that I get behind, and it's natural hair. And so I said, you know what? I want to have a shirt that says, "Wear your crown." So it's a call to action. So women that are wearing the shirt are basically calling other women who are maybe not confident to wear their natural hair. It's basically calling them to be confident in wearing their natural hair, and that young girls who see it will be inspired to wear their natural hair, and so we came up with the imaging, so I basically did the graphic design for the shirt. I'm going to do the graphic design for all of my shirts, so I did the graphic design and, um, you know, decided, hey, I while I am trying to make a living off of my merchandise, I cannot not give back. So 20% of the proceeds, as I said before, go towards educating young black women about wearing their natural hair. And funny enough, I have done a class before teaching how to manage your natural curly hair, the velocity types, the curl pattern types. And what I found was that it wasn't only black girls who were in that class, it was also um, uh, had Filipino girls, I had um, other other race girls who actually experienced discrimination against wearing their curly hair, which was very eye-opening, you know, so, but it's, for me, it's geared towards African-American women because we've received the most discrimination as far as I know um, regarding our natural, wearing our naturally curly hair.
0: How was the experience of listening to the little girls or women? Talk, little women talk about how to get basically discriminated against all this of their natural hair? Yeah,
1: you know, the initial conversation began with me um, putting on the board I guess like infographics of how to uh, determine what their curl pattern was and then also the porosity of their So that I started with all the education and, uh, and then it just One person shared their experience after we shared my experience of how I was discriminated against or how I was encouraged to straighten my hair. And before you knew it, it was like popcorn. All the girls started sharing, and it became more of a forum and a safe space for them to share how they felt and for them to uh, encourage each other in that space, you know, to say, hey, I heard you. I know what you went through was traumatic, and I'm going to stand beside you as an ally To encourage you to stand in your truth and who you are and not feel like you have to change that for anyone and so it was a great experience and uh, they've asked me to come back um, to do the same class again and I also had different organizations like curls um, had donated some hair care products target had donated some hair care products um, basically for them to test different products on their hair to see what would work and what wouldn't work
0: Okay. Um, I have a hair question for you. Hair porosity um, how do you feel about people learning their hair porosity?
1: It's so funny. You know, I, I first of all I have to say thank you to you and the other women that have created the community on Facebook, the group, the four A D C group. Like it's amazing and I'm so grateful. that platform where we can express our thoughts about our hair and how to uh, deal with it, you know, different techniques we can use. So as far as porosity, I've I've seen different reactions to that conversation. You know, it's it's all about education, and you need to get educated. I don't think it's something that you need to depend on, but to have, like, so, for instance, parents, when they're new parents, will read a book on parenting. Now, while you may read a book on parenting, it's not going to tell you everything you need to know about parenting. And experience is basically going to tell you. But in the beginning, it does help to have that guide, you know, and eventually you don't need it anymore. So, yeah, so finding out your philosophy, finding out your curl pattern in the beginning, yeah, it's necessary. But as you come to more knowledge about it, you really don't need it as much.
0: Exactly, exactly, and the group that she's talking about is Kings to Find Four A Four B Four C Natural Hair. Mm-hmm. And the person that founded that group is Miss V. I of the moderators on there, and it's an amazing, amazing group. Miss V, thank
1: everything, you, thank everything.
0: you, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So shout out to Miss V if you're listening to this podcast. Good job, thank you. <laughs> yes.
1: <Yeah. laughs> Thank you. And you know it's funny how I stumbled upon this is um, I was in Target and uh, I was looking for um, I was basically looking for my, I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I'm looking for her name because her name is not on the top of my brain right now. But I was in Target looking for, um, did you hear me?
0: Yes, I'm here.
1: Okay, perfect. I was <laughs> in Target looking for Shame Moistures. um high
0: porosity
1: hair conditioner uh-huh. and uh, I was in there and I couldn't find it and there was another woman who was in there named Carrie and Carrie uh, was basically taking a break from her twins and I was lightweight taking a break from my child and looking for my hair uh, and uh, we were talking about Target not carrying that brand anymore and then she invited me to the group okay. and um and and that's how I wound up being on the group. So big up to Carrie for um knew that with me. Wow, look at where it's gotten <laughs> where it's taking me. Yes. So I'm truly grateful that that lets you know that everything happens for a reason, you know. Yes.
0: God's plan, right? <laughs> God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's all yeah. right. Um as for, besides your T shirts, what else do you um what else is part of your brand? You got your music, got
1: your T shirts, so, and what else? Yeah, I got my T shirts and so I create these little videos. They're slightly comedic or you might actually consider them very comedic. And um doing really So um, if you look at my brand, my brand is the seventy, so in addition to my outfit, here, it's not just an iPhone. I'm making sure I got off some big old hoops with some big old whiteboard earrings. I always have on my glasses and some kind of bell-bottoms and some kind of 70s style outfits. You bring that And I'm uh, bringing you back. That is nothing when women just come Yeah, I'm bringing you back. Oh yeah, bringing you back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so I think the video was that kind of have a 70s aesthetic to it. And, you know, they're funny. So that's a part of my branding as well. And then also my graphic design. So a lot of the things that I learned to do, I had to learn how to do in order to promote myself as an artist. I didn't have the money to pay someone to do a website. I didn't have the money to pay someone to do my graphics. I didn't have the money to pay someone to do my producing. I didn't have the money to pay somebody to... um, you know, create my little video so I had to learn how to do it. And uh it's a blessing in disguise because you become savvy and you know how to do things, you know.
0: Yeah. Where can they find mm-hmm. these little funny
1: videos of you?
0: Please tell them. <laughs>
1: Yes, <laughs> the best place is Instagram, and my Instagram is Addition Music. That's A as in Apple, D is in E is an elephant, S is in Share, H is in Hair, A is an Apple Music. So you can find my videos on Addition Music, addition Music on Instagram, and also Addition Music on YouTube. Um, sometimes I post Facebook, Facebook, but uh, Facebook. Needs to be loaded with information so people have less energy um, to hop on unless they're on some engaging group, you know, like yeah. the 4A, 4B, 4C group that we're on. So, and then I've been posting to our group as well, those videos.
0: And where's your group? Um, is it on Facebook?
1: I've been posting on the group, the 4A, 4B, 4C group, oh, okay. actually. The mm-hmm. Okay,
0: okay. Um, also, all her links will be linked at the bottom. So if you missed any of the links that she shouts out, trust me, it will be at the bottom of the podcast. <laughs> you click on the link, you'll be able to go straight to all her sites with no problem, okay? okay. Is there anything else you want the world to know about you? Uh,
1: let's see. You know, I think it's important to share that I am a wife and a mother, like I said earlier, and there are a lot of people who... I feel like after they become a mom, or even get married, that they can't live their dreams. But I'm living proof it can be done. And that if you were meant to do something in this life, don't let any of the plan B that you have get in the way of your plan A. My friend Chantel showed that with me a while ago, and that's my mindset now. Don't let your plan B get in the way of your plan A. And so I'm constantly striving, I'm falling, I'm getting back up. Um, but staying in the course to make sure that my plan A comes to fruition. And that's basically using my gift music to heal the world, to make a difference, and to inspire others to live with Okay.
0: You heard it from her. You didn't hear it from me. You heard everything from her. Yep. <laughs> you want to give us a little, a little, a little something, something before we, you know, exit out.
1: Something, something, something <laughs> Let me. No, <laughs> no, <Nah, nah, nah. laughs> you say something?
0: Your music. What is one of your um the single that's out?
1: So I have a single that I just released about uh, a few months ago called Just Groove, mm-hmm. and I like to consider it retro song slash postmodern disco funk um, and uh, it's one of them tracks that you can skate to you can take to the road skating rink and uh, get your skate on so yeah, I'm just good with my latest track
0: and you know I'm glad you said that Because As soon as I heard that music I was in my room And I was dancing I was acting like I was skating Moving to the groove I said Okay
1: wow, <laughs> This is it That's exactly series. What I was trying to feel. Yes Yes Just
0: groove I know that's right Yes Go ahead and hit us With something A little something Something A little something
1: I'm even Sure Okay So I'm, I'm trying to get over So if it doesn't count, to Come out right Just bear with me Let's see then that God shall get, then that's not shall lose. So the Bible says, and it's stealing in the news. Well, your mama may have, and your papa may have, but God bless the show You that God got his own. That's got his own.
0: You trying to have church in here? You about to have me start hanging up and start shouting? No, well, i
1: praising
0: him. <laughs> I was about to you get so I mean, two-step in <laughs> praising him. <So> that's right.
1: <laughs> amen. Amen and amen. The funny thing that that's how I can saying because the church I think that because of Billie Holiday she sang saying song. she's one of my inspirations we'll be like oh you take the church i would be like actually I wasn't thinking about it like I'll take you to Billie oh.
0: <laughs> but it was beautiful though I felt church that's the first thing I was about to get up and start shouting right now <laughs> is there anything else that you want before we bounce
1: no, I think that's it. I mean, I'm just grateful to you. I actually wanted to find out from you, like, uh, why the podcast, and, you know, I'm sure you share that all the time, but, I mean, can you give us a weekend?
0: The reason why I decided to do a podcast because of people like you, okay? I wanted to be able to communicate with hair, the culture, and the music, because all of that is in one. Okay, all of it is in one. Mm-hmm. And you see how you basically started off with your parents and you learning the music for them, and then the whole European way of doing hair, and then you chopped your mm-hmm. hair off, and you was like, I'm mm-hmm. free. I am free. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize that taking, because I used to be relaxed too, okay, and I used to be relaxed for a long mm-hmm. time, and I had real long, luxurious hair. And the problem was mm-hmm. with me was, it's that. It's not that my hair broke off or anything. I wasn't. I didn't have that problem. But the problem that I didn't. No, let me rephrase. It. I didn't have a problem. What I wanted mm-hmm. was to figure out how my natural hair was. And I said, mm-hmm. well, let me try it. And by me trying, that I just fell in love with it. And I said, all this time I was perming my hair, making my hair look this way. When the hair that was coming out my scalp was just fine. So in this picture, that I had to be look this way. I had to be beautiful. only way to be beautiful for you and uh, you're here to look amazing is to have a purpose. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that was the whole thing that made me decide you know what? This is not me. This is not me. Yeah. I have more to offer yep. than this, this picture in front of mm-hmm. me. So I went natural and I, I love it ever since. And I said, I want everybody to be able to tell their story. Because you could give the history about hair and everything, uh-huh. all the knowledge and stuff. But it's always good to hear how someone started. What mm-hmm. inspired them? Was it music? Was it this the culture? What was it that inspired you just to go back to your roots and say, you know what?
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: me. This is, uh-huh. this, this is what defined me. My kinks, McCoy. Uh-huh. This is what defines me. So I was like, you know uh-huh. what? If I can get everybody to share their story, I'm doing something. Besides giving a little knowledge and a little music here and there. But to share their story, I have done something. And I appreciate you taking your time out of your day for this interview. Of
1: course. Of course, Kennedy. <laughs> when you present me with the opportunity, I was like, I'm all over. Let's sit down, let's have some tea, and let's talk.
0: Yes, let's talk. Let's hear talk, music, mm-hmm. coaching, everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Everything,
0: everything. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, and guys, again, I'm going to leave her link at the bottom of this episode. If you have any other questions, I will have her email. She can email her too if you want to direct
1: mm-hmm.
0: um contact with her. I will have basically I will list all her information that she will allow you to contact her on, so that way you get to know her. She's amazing. She's dope.
1: Mm-hmm. Her music. I,
0: You already heard her sing. Okay. She She brought us to church. Okay. So I'm not just hyping her up. You already heard her. But at the end of this episode, I will play her music just groove. Okay. A little, a little something, something. I can't give it all to you because you will have to click on Spotify to get the rest. Okay. So I'm going to give you a taste of it at the end of this episode. But remember, tune in next week. And you never know who we're going to have. As always, we care for the hair and the culture. Again, I will leave all her links and the King Care Culture Podcast at the end. Y'all be blessed. You want to say anything else before we go?
1: You know, I just thought about it. If anybody's interested in the Radio crown t-shirt, go to www.510brand.com. And look under the I'm Just type in ADESHA in the first school, and you get the link for where you're coming.
0: Okay, say that website one more time. Even though it's at the bottom, it's going to be linked at the
1: bottom. Say it yep. one more time. Number one, number one, number O, brand, dot com. All right, thank
0: y'all. Bye. Be blessed. Thank you. Be
1: blessed, y'all. Later.
0: I want to take the time out to thank each and every one of you for listening to the Kiki Kid Culture Podcast, Wear Your Crown, featuring Miss Adisha. She's an amazing and phenomenal woman. She's a singer, songwriter, has her own clothing line. The list goes on. We are truly grateful. Like I stated before, I will leave all her links at the bottom so that way you could personally click on them, get to know Miss Adisha, maybe set up interviews with her, have a sing for you. List goes on. Email her. Y- y'all know. Y'all know. As well as I will do the same. I will leave all my links at the bottom too. So that way, y'all can be able to keep in contact and see what's going on with the Kiki Care Culture Podcast. And if you like to be featured in any of our episodes, you want us to interview you, you want to get your brand, your business out there, we are truly, truly blessed and we'll be grateful to have you out and help to get your brand out. Also, Without further ado, like I said, I will leave a sample of her music, her new single, Just Groove. Yes, I'll give you a little something, something. I can't give you all of it, but I can give you a little something, something to jam to. As always, we care for the hair and the culture. God bless. Let God continue to bless over each and every one of y'all. Success, success, success. The key to success is don't give up. Stay focused. And do yourself a vision board. As always, we care for the hair and the culture. Bye.
1: I can feel it when it's streaming When
0: it's playing on my radio Turn it up inside my headphones, I cannot resist. Press repeat